0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I love you all so much. Thank you, Father, for this day. We are so honored to say you are our Father. You are our God. You are our friend. You are our provider. You are our everything. The list never ends. Your goodness, it never ends. Your faithfulness, it never ends. God, we love you so much. And we thank you for everything. We thank you for every trial and every tribulation that was set before us. And in fact, it worked itself out for our good every trial and tribulation. Because it taught us how to grow more and more like you. Situations that came across us where we had to operate in love, operate in patience, operate in peace, operate in self-control, mercy, and so much more. And it building and strengthened up our character. You're teaching us and have taught us and will continue to teach us how to be who we are How to think like who we are. How to hear like who we are. Hallelujah and how to embrace. And we thank you for that. But it's so important that we guard our hearts. Because you said out of our hearts are the issues of life. And that is indeed a fact. And we guard our hearts today with your word and with your truth. And not to be hidden for those to be exposed to who needs to hear the word. But it be hidden within us that we will never forget. That we will always remember and continuously be reminded by meditating on your word day in and day out. Father, I thank you for allowing your presence to be so powerful in this area of healing. Healing. Not just physical healing, mental healing, emotional healing, and spiritual healing. God said to me yesterday, do you know that those, the four areas of the devil, attack those, that's the only areas that he can't attack Those are the areas that's, that's being attacked From the day before he was even here Please understand me this morning The devil tries to attack us In those four areas In our minds In our emotional state In our spirituality And our physical body. Hallelujah. Believe it or not. It seems to me if you meditate long enough, you can determine what's going on. The attacks that's happening around as a believer. And the enemy is attacking people's minds more than anything. Because what you think about becomes how you feel. And there he goes attacking your emotions. And what's in your emotions becomes in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you make no room for your spirit to grow or even live. Your spirit man is the part of you that knows who you are. That remembers who you are. For an example, you might feel like you're at the worst state in your life. Like nothing happening good around you. You always was told you can't have or you cannot do anything. Especially the things that you really know you can't. But all of a sudden, you begin to say to yourself, yes I can. When they say, no you can't. That's your spirit man. Well, God didn't, didn't you begin to be emotional and get upset about the situation. Well, how come God, and some people are questioning God, how come God did this? How come God allowed that now you're emotionally disturbed? Because what you embraced in your thoughts. Satan cannot attack your heart first. Satan cannot attack your spirit first. He cannot attack your emotions first. He always goes straight for your mind. That's why the first thing God says as our equipment that we have. First, the helmet. The helmet. The helmet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. have to protect your mind. We have to protect our thoughts. You should not, and i repeat, do not allow any negative thoughts to creep in. It doesn't matter what anyone speaking around you, what your situation look like, you have the power and you were given the authority to speak against it. You control your emotions No one on this earth Can control anything for you But you If anything happens because you allowed it Hallelujah Nothing is a force upon any of us Now that does not mean That a situation cannot occur Being at the wrong place at the wrong time but how you respond in that situation, hallelujah, it's always your response to things in life. Always remember that. It's your response. When God asks you things that you know, that he know, and your response, it determines your level of growth. Because sometimes we want to ask God, and sometimes we do ask God, use me, use me, use me. And then we begin to prepare you to be used. He's confronting you with your own growth. And a lot of us, not what we're supposed to be. That's where humility come in, humbling yourself. Yielding. Submitting. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you so much for this morning. Holy Spirit, I thank you for everything that's taken place this morning. Healing is in the atmosphere. Healing belongs to us: mental healing, emotional healing, physical healing, and spiritual healing. And I come against every demonic attack, those in that area. You have to be careful of what you say. Be very careful of what you say. Be very careful on the emotions you try to entertain. And the reason I said try. Because you have to be the one to stir yourself up in the right direction. And you may make a mistake or two. But just continue to get back up. Continue to stir yourself up. Continue to remember who you are. Continue to remember whose you are. Continue to remember how much power you were given. And exercise your authority at all times. No obstacle and no situation should overtake you. But be overtaken by what you know. By the words you speak. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's good to say anything, just praise. Just praise. That's your weapon. Your praise is your weapon. When I got out of my bed this morning, Satan had his hands over his ears. And all I can say is, You don't seem so big and bad now. Aren't you the same one who was trying to beat me up when I were on the ground? Aren't you the same one who said I can't? Aren't you the same one who said I won't? Aren't you the same one who closed doors in my face? Aren't you the same one who brought people in my path to try to destroy me? Aren't you the same one who seems so powerful? Who is so influential in this world? Where is your power, Satan, now? That's exactly what I said. Where is it now? Where it belongs. To the child of God. Because it's your power, it's your authority, it's your faith, it's your confidence, it's your stability, it's you. You are the one giving the power, not him. He comes to try to take what you have by filling you up with lies. And when you begin to experience God's truth... Revelation upon revelation of knowledge. Then you begin to see yourself higher than he tried to portray you to be. Hallelujah. And that's where restoration come in. You begin to take back. I took everything back from Satan. That he took from me. Plus more. It's always much more. Because God always set a reminder Just because Satan Just because You tried To destroy minds They're not just going to take What you took taking from them But it's going to be much more And you're going to be much more less Than where you were before You have to know who you are as a child of God. Take back everything that Satan has taken away from you. God had me make a video yesterday on another website. And what I said was. It was so powerful. It's still early in the morning. Let me think about exactly how I said it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But what I said was, do not make what God used me to say, correction. What God used me to say was, to anyone who wants to make any physical change to your body, do it because you want to and not because of the company that you try to keep around. Because that would never keep them. Do it for you and not for anybody else. And immediately, in seconds and minutes, <laughs> it was like st- the phone kept going off, ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. I'm like, oh my goodness, how <laughs> can I cannot mute this? Because there are so many of us making all these changes to our bodies just to feel like we belong. Or accepted by somebody else who won't even appreciate you. I went to the gym the other day and I was like, seriously? So many of us as women were doing all these exercises just to gain in areas just to get a man or keep a man. Or to feel confident within yourself. Where have we ever got to a place where we feel like we wasn't good enough? Never let no man or let no woman, vice versa, no woman, cause you to change yourself and who you are and your appearance just to keep them and wind up not being kept anyhow? If you're gonna do anything, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. We as women are allowing some of these men out here, some of, not all, trust me, there are a lot of good men, I know. But for these lusty men out here, you allow them to shape you and mold you? And you're overworking yourself to become that specific shape and to be molded that way? And when you do, did he wind up leaving you for somebody else, or she leaving you for somebody else? In the world, you would never be good enough because Satan, because Satan would not allow you to feel that you are worth anything. His goal and his objective is to strip you from every good thing, physically, mentally, emotionally. And spiritually, do not let him. People walk around his, this earth a lot, emotionally disturbed, and that's why a lot of violence takes place because there's disturbed mentally, emotionally, and physically. And when you're disturbed in those earths, it affects you spiritually. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong with your mind. And there is nothing wrong with the way you think. Just be mindful of the thoughts you embrace. What do you entertain? What are you entertained by? Is either good or bad. There's no in-between. For those who are emotionally disturbed, those are the ones who walk around dramatic, want a pity party, seeking attention. Because you can't control your emotionally, your, your emotions. Emotionally. You're disturbed. Dramatic. Miserable. And it bothers you to see someone else happy. Because you're miserable. Physical. If it's something that you can help. With your physical body. Which there are many things that you can do to help. Add nutrients in your diet. Take great care of your body. Do not neglect no area of your body. Exercise. Physical fitness is very important. It wouldn't be no doctor's reports in a lot of areas. If we take care of our bodies, you sit, we sit here and ask people for prayer to lower our blood pressure or cholesterol, and we don't add any vegetables in our diet, but yet you seek in physical healing for something that you keep doing yourself. And for those who have organ failure, we pray. We agree. You're healed. Then embrace wisdom when it comes to your physical healing. When I pray about something, I don't have to pray for it twice. I lifted up a lot of areas yesterday regarding healing. In those areas. And I'm waiting to hear the praise reports. I'm excited about the praise reports. Because I'm hearing them already. But there's so much more to come. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much. For healing. For you are a healer. Today we want a new, we want a fresh touch, a new touch from you today, God. Like never before, begin to rub your holy hands from the top of our head and brush them all the way down to the soles of our feet. Touch every area of our bodies with your hands, with your gentleness. Hallelujah. Love overflow in it through us today. Peace be still in us today, in our lives today. <laughs> God has shown me a huge image of a heart, like literally an organ, the organ, a heart, not the picture of a heart, the heart. And it's, wow, that's a beautiful picture. (laughs) And God is showing me how powerful that muscle really is. And how much that muscle is being exercised on a daily basis. It has to. It's beating to keep us here. Hallelujah. It's working itself daily. Here, here it is, this muscle that's working itself daily to keep our organs to function, yet also can embrace emotion. Ooh, Jesus. Embracing the emotions that come along on the inside that you allow to come on the inside. What's on the inside of your beating heart? My God. I'm in love. <laughs> I don't know about you. But I hope you are in love too. With everything God is doing. Everything of who God is. Such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful heartbeat. Father, for those right now. Who out in this earth right now. It don't matter what location they are, what country, what city, what nation, what, what anything. We are still children of God. For those who are out here right now hurting in their hearts. Who are wondering, who are worried, who are in fear, who are in danger. Loose, be loosed right now in the name of Jesus. Be loose right now from that very thing that's hindering you right now. That's trying to overtake you right now. That is disturbing you right now. Stand up. Allow your spirit man to live. For your spirit man knows. What to do, how to do it, and who to do it with. Holy Spirit, show up and show out today. And we thank you for showing up and showing out today. Father, we thank you for the praise reports. Father, we thank you again for the praise reports the testimonies that's going forth because you are a good God. I always had a relationship with God my entire life. I thank God for the story of Samuel. My mom and my dad didn't physically give me to God. We didn't have any high priest or anything like that. But what they did was they gave me over to God spiritually. And I can imagine how God counseled them to do that because I am called. I am touched. I am chosen. And I can imagine what that is like. The devil never wanted me to be here. My mom... And dad, they were school lovers, whatever you call it. <laughs> From junior high to high school, they were, you know, the cutest couple in school. And they got married straight out of high school. Grew up in church with my dad, and he invited my mom. My father grew up Jewish. So he wasn't able to see my mom as much because they did Sabbath and, you know, everything like that at church Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturday and Sunday. Only two days, not in church. And that's Monday and Wednesdays for all his entire life. And my mom and dad got married and she got pregnant immediately with my sister And then, you know, a year later, bam, she get pregnant again with me. And she's like, it's happening too fast. We are young. I'm only 19. Everything's happening so fast. They've been together since junior high. She don't know what it's like to be a woman that's not in a relationship to get time for herself. Because she immediately went straight in it. In the wife life. In the motherhood. and all of that. And she was so passionate about it, but she, when it came to her being pregnant with me, she said, uh, this happened so fast. Am I ready for another one? She began to change her mind. She went to the doctor and said, I don't think I want this one. And the nurse said to her, hold on one second. Show her the ultrasound that she did not ask to hear or see. And all she could hear was this huge heartbeat. And she said, you know what? I changed my mind. Because that is a powerful heartbeat. And I want to be, and I want my child. When she shared that story with me, it wasn't for me to keep repeating it back to her because she needed a healing from that because it's nothing worse than a mother feeling like they don't want their own child. And who wants to keep being reminded about how they felt at that time? Hallelujah. But I said to myself, that wasn't my heartbeat that you heard. That was God's heartbeat. And ever since then, I've been so different as a child. She could identify the difference between me, and other people could identify a difference between me and my sister. Not to dis, you know, clue in, in, uninclude her or anything. No, exclude her from anything. No. But certain people out here are chosen to carry out a promise and the, the anointing for their purpose from God. And we are uniquely made, but there are some that are chosen and I'm one of them. And you can just see how the enemy kept trying to come in throughout my childhood. Because even when I was born, I was, people was like, is this child real? I've never seen something more beautiful in my life and yet so quiet and so still. She just lies there. Is this baby real? My mom said people had to touch me to see if I was a doll baby in that uh, stroller or was I a real child. And then I remember at the age of four, I wasn't able to learn how to tie my shoe. I didn't have to. I didn't want to sit down and learn. I want to just go and play and tuck my shoelaces inside the shoe. But it was something about my fifth birthday. He said, you are not going outside until you learn how to tie your shoe. And my mom agreed. And I was like, I want to go play. I want to go play. My friend's calling me. Learn how to tie your shoe. And I'm going to show you. And you're going to repeat what I'm showing you. And then you can go outside and play. I was getting frustrated. I can't get it, I can't do it, I'm gonna go outside. Oh, I got all these knots in my shoe legs Then I had to take them out, I couldn't get them out. Then I said, you know what, I wanna go outside, so I'm gonna do this. And I learned how to tie my shoe and I hardtail outside. But I will never forget that very night, I was five, just turned five. That very night God showed up and he called me. He called me in a dream. And he was telling me who I am and what he wanted me to do. But I don't remember what he was saying. But one word I will never forget. Instructions. He was instructing me at five. So as I'm out there, we was making mud pies at that time. Grabbing up all the dirt and adding water. I just like making messy things that I couldn't do in the house. Be glad to do it outside. And I used to like playing with caterpillars and stuff like that, having them crawl on my arms. And people say you are so weird. Went on the playground, discerning things at a young age. One thing that I would never forget that stuck with me, that's, that, that's it just it stuck with me for my rest. <laughs> when I went on the playground to play, I saw a piece of brain on the ground. Now, any any other child ran past that all day and didn't even know what it was. I knew immediately what that was. I was to discerning. See, when you're born with you're born with these gifts. When throughout the years they just become sharpened and you're growing in these gifts. You've been educated on how to use your gifts. That's why God sent leaders your way. But let me tell you something. Do not focus on a title. Do not elevate your own self spiritually. People will know you by your name. Because that's what you're called to do and be. I knew immediately someone's brains was shot out their head, and that's why I ended up on the playground. At five, I never was exposed to no guns or no violence and all of that. I just discerned it as soon as I saw it. That's what came immediately to me. And I said, Oh wow. And I just kept on playing. I was always told, you're such a strange child. You're so strange. And when I embraced my Bible, my children's Bible at a very young age, from five, God just, he just was with me. Just kept talking, to, just like Samuel. He just kept talking to me. And he'll call me away. A lot of times I didn't want to do anything other children did. I just wanted to sit in my room and read children's Bible stories. And the thing about it is, I didn't really tell anybody. I wasn't hiding it. I didn't really offer up the information on what I was doing. I put my book under my pillow and go out and play when it's time to play. And then go back in my room and read. And it's always me alone reading. I don't know why, but it was never my sister in the room with me. Even she would say to me, we always shared room. She would look at me and say, "It's something special about you. She always would say, it's always you. You always get away with things. You always give favor. You always get the attention. You, I said, no, we both do. I was so sweet. I was always including her. No, not just me. It's us. See, that's why you're like that because you're so sweet. You're so honest. You're so beautiful. I said, you are too. See, stop it. Be mean for a chance. I said, I don't want to be mean. She even tried to hit me. I don't hit back. I said, "Stop it! <laughs> I don't. I never liked evil things, evil doing. So innocent as a child." And I said, "Um, what I embraced in the Bible, God, that was so powerful. Yeah, when I read a story about how how Satan got kicked out of heaven." And how they, I read something about giants on the earth or something like that, sleeping with the women and something like that I read in that book. And I was like, hold up, wait a second. I went outside with, my, with one of my girlfriends at the time, we were riding out bikes. And I said to her, I don't belong here. She said, what do you mean? I said, I read about heaven. That's where we're from. How do I get here? Heaven up there. How did I get here? I just read that the angels got kicked out of heaven and on the earth. Did I get kicked out? Did I do something wrong to be here? If I jump high enough or get on a mountain, I just always think if I find a, a really tall mountain and jump up, I can get back in heaven. I thank God that there were no mountains around me as a child. Because you know us, our imaginations take us and cause us to do some strange things. And I was looking for a mountain to even put my money on to give God my money because I wanted my money to go directly in His hand because I kept hearing people complain about how the money going to other people instead of God. So I said, Well, take me to a mountain. Lead me to a mountain where I can just leave it and, and just, I thought the higher I get, the closer I get to God. So I I wouldn't look for no little small hill. I was looking for a mountain, like Mount Everest or something. And I thank God I was not around any of that. Because I would have been that child. Where Nene? Where Cornisha? Where is she? (laughs) Amber alert. (laughs) Oh, we got some news. We found Cornisha. (laughs) She was on her way up top of Mount Everest. Now, why would you do a thing like that, child? I was going up there to find God. Who? God. Give, for what? To give him my money. <laughs> I was going to put my offering on top of the mountain. <laughs> I thank God that did not happen. Because <laughs> that's nothing but danger, danger, danger. <laughs> Hallelujah. If adults can barely make it up Mount Everest, imagine a five, six, seven year old. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <sighs> I feel like I shared a lot this morning, this morning, hallelujah, but to bring it back home, bring it back home, (laughs) I want you to know that you are indeed a child of God, and a lot of times we just say things because it sounds so good to say it, but you must know what you're saying, it actually is, it is, you are favored. Meditate on God's favor upon your life. Never walk out here wanting to look like anybody. Talk like anybody. Dress like anybody. Pray like anybody. Worship like anybody. Praise like anybody. For you are uniquely made by God. So I want you to enjoy Healing Today And if you if you already received the healing Then intercede for somebody else S- Begin to pray in the spirit Because I'm in a season right now Where I'm only praying in the spirit now Because I don't know what else to say And I want to be careful on how to say it Because I have an understanding on what to say more than I ever had the understanding before. We're always growing in every area. Don't ever think you are finally at that destination in an area of your life. No, it's still more room to grow in those areas. Whether you think you're the wisest person alive, you still need to grow in in more wisdom. It's, It's much more wisdom to be revealed. Much more knowledge to be revealed. Hallelujah. And God has allowed me to see the importance of prayer and not just the importance of prayer, but it's even more important to know how to pray and what to say while you're praying. I'm not going to say God heal us, heal the land. When I said that by his stripes, we were, so I'm asking for you to do something you already did. So I'm gonna need to be, I'm gonna need some growth in that area. Something gotta take place. For me going from saying, God, do this to God, thank you for doing this. It's a difference. God, provide for me. God, I need you to pay my bills. God, I need this. I need that. No, Father, thank you because you are a provider. Providing is what you do. So I don't have to go around asking you for anything. I'm thanking you. Let me tell you, it takes you so far. I haven't had to ask God for nothing. Nothing since I was repositioned back to God. Because I have understanding. See, the thing is, I'm hungry for this. I'm hungry for revelation of knowledge. I'm hungry for understanding. I'm not hungry for a financial breakthrough. I'm not hungry for a fresh car. I'm not hungry for a brand new house. No, those things will come, and I'm grateful for it. But I'm hungry... For more knowledge. I'm hungry for wisdom, for the eternal things. Hallelujah. That's what I'm hungry for. To sit at his table and enjoy. Let me share one more thing. I share a lot. <laughs> when well, Sherry is caring, thank you all for listening. You have no choice because I'm actually the one doing the talking. No, I'm kidding. But no Christ showed me yesterday The table When everyone in heaven come together And eat They all come together And eat in heaven At this very long Table And everyone is sharing What's going on in their mansions What they did that day Who they did it with what they created, what they invented. I was like, wow, and all I hear is talking and I can see people serving, being served entrees and main dishes and things like that. And you can just, all you hear is talking. I'm like, wow, everyone is sharing. I thought it was quiet at the table. No, it's not. That's the most important time of the day in heaven when everyone come together and eat. And most of the time they're not even eating, but they're in front of the food. They're just more honored to, to hear about a person's day. And what's going on? What they're doing? Who are they doing it with? Oh, you was with such and such today? Oh, wow, I was with such and such today. We went to this. We, we got on this ride. We made this shirt. We did this in school. We went to the beach. We did this. We rode on a whale well today. I mean, so many conversations. I was with the flowers today. I was in the water room. I was at the waterfall. I was in the grasslands. You were in the valley? Me too. So much excitement at the table. And, he, and Jesus showed me while he's listening, he's eating. <laughs> but he's starting to show me his humorous side. And I know that's not what he did. He's being funny. He's not going to just sit there and eat while and, and have his head down while people talk. No, he's not. And I want to release that. How can I say this, Father? I want everyone to be to be. Let me say it right. My desire is for all of us to experience Christ in ways we never experienced. Hallelujah. I don't want anyone to hear my encounters by God and be blown away when you can also have them. I want to hear about yours too. I'm going to have a day soon enough where I just want to hear your encounters with God and your angelic encounters and your heavenly encounters. I want to hear them. It excites me. Because that's where we're from. As a child, I'm so innocent. I was like, I want to go back home. Why am I here? How did I get here? Did I get kicked out? Growing up as a grown, a young woman, saying, God, I want to go home. What's in our home, I don't see here. And I'm sick of seeing anger, unforgiveness, fear, doubt. Evil doing. And God said, That's why you're here on earth as it is in heaven. That's why it's in your heart to make change. And that's why I have used you to make change. And you also. The change starts within ourselves. Think differently. Think higher. Think better. Don't think that is it for you or that's all life has to offer you. You are the offering of life. Hallelujah. See yourself higher than you see yourself. Do not see financial gain being too good for you to have. You are the greater one, you are the viable one, not the money. Money has no life. You do. It's here to be a help to you. Hallelujah. And you not be a help to it. I don't want you to look at anything beneath you that you have the power to rule and reign in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What life, what kind of life do you want for yourself? How do you see yourself successful in your family? What is it that you want? What's in your heart? Go back to that place of dreaming, desiring. When God said you got the desires of your heart, and God sometimes, I mean, I settled with myself yesterday because sometimes it don't look like what God's saying. I'm like, God, you saying this and I'm feeling this and I've, I got revelation, uh, but it don't look like that. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to stand anyhow <laughs> and allow my words not to even say things like that anymore. Allow me to be in alignment with what you already shown me regarding everything. Because there are some people that's trying to rain on your parade. Seriously. That's why you can't share everything with everybody. You share something that God promised you and they say you can't have that. Oh, well, that don't belong to you. Nah, mm-mm, you're better than that. God got something better than that. What do you mean? you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who you are? Hallelujah. What are your desires? Now, don't think outside the box. What I mean by that, I mean, don't think out of God's will. Don't want nothing that belongs to somebody else. Hallelujah. Don't want anything that's not beneficial to your purpose and your calling. Hallelujah. And when you receive these things, don't allow them to change you for the worse, but allow them to change you for the better. Hallelujah. Some of us get these breakthroughs and forget who we are. Let's not do that in longer. Your greatest heart's desires. Some desires I don't even know that's in my heart that God is just going to just up and do. I'm like, wow. That's what's called a surprise. God said that to me every day of my life, surprise. I'm going to surprise you. I'm still surprising you. And I'm still amazed by the surprises that I don't had. And he's still releasing surprises, and the surprises get greater and greater. Sometimes I find myself saying, "What is it?" I say, "You know what? No, thank you for it." But I still want to know what is it. <laughs> and some things, he's not going to reveal everything. I don't want to know everything. I'm not a knowing. I'm not a know-it-all person. I do not know. I do not. I'm very humble. I'm too humble for that. But the things that he did reveal, I'm excited about that. if we could read each other's minds oh my god I'm glad we can't I'm so glad we cannot my god (laughs) hallelujah Hallelujah. sometimes God be like bring it on home let's bring it on home (laughs) and I know why he's saying that because my personality is very outgoing It's very honest. Very honest. Hallelujah. Very bold. (laughs) But I want you to continue to have your desires in your heart. Because that's exactly what God is bringing to pass in your life. Now I want you to think higher than that. Desire much more. There's no end. To the surprises. There's no end. To the wonders The miracles and the signs There's no end Enjoy every moment of what God is doing For everything that he already have laid before you When you yield over to God Everything just fall in place And then when you look back You say wow I see a lot of where I tried to do things And God still was like You see it didn't happen Because it's only happened the way How God wanted it to happen because I yielded over to his will and not of my own. And I was like, wow. I tried to do that. I moved in that area. I said that. I did that. Oh, wow. Thank you, God, for... It. Get me past that point. <laughs> and learning from that mistake. As a seer, I have to remember to bring it back, to come down. Because you cannot sometimes, now it's okay when God released you to a word to get the people that you saw. But when it comes to certain things, you must just only prepare. And you could share, if you have a friend or something, I mean, that's up to you. But I didn't make room for doubt. And the things I'm believing for, a lot of people just, you know, just... If they people A lot of people feel like if they don't see it, they don't believe it. Hallelujah. Not all. Again, I say not all people. Because I'm not one of them. And you're not one of them. So, Father, we thank you for this morning... I pray that they receive something (laughs) out of what was said today, God. Receive it all. Receive it all. Don't receive some of it. God say, receive it all. Receive all of it. Receive all what he's bringing your way. Receive all the visions he put before you. Receive all the dreams. Receive everything coming your way. This is your happy time. And you will forever be happy from this day forward. This is your rewarding time. And from this day forward, you will always be rewarded. It gets greater and greater. It will never go down from here. It will only get higher from here. You have made it this far. And heaven is indeed cheering you on. and will forever cheer you on. Even when you're in the kingdom, heaven is cheering you on. For what you have accomplished. The things you have said. The visions you have brought to pass. The love of God you have demonstrated. By showing up and releasing what God put on the inside of you. For him to show out in these atmospheres. You have stirred people up in the right direction. You have given people more hope. And when we say hope to use their faith. You have allowed people to look up. And I know who their God is You have allowed people to receive the healing In every area of their life Now they're receiving a manifestation Of being a child of God Now people are beginning to get up For those who are on the ground People begin to tell Satan no And begin to tell God yes People begin to have a praise On the inside that can't be contained People are starting to be stirred up People are allowing their spirits to live People are receiving from God More like never before People are receiving the rain Which are the blessings of God People are receiving family rest That's been drawn to God People are receiving People are releasing People are receiving People are releasing Right now And God said he is thankful He is forever thankful And honored to have you as a child Embrace the embrace Embrace the embrace Embrace the fire there's fire of God in your heart. It's a passion. And what God give you, that man or that woman that he have for you, it's a love you never felt before. Let me share this with you. God will say things to you that will blow your mind. I ask God a lot of things. And, gosh, let me tell you something. Anything without me is lust. Now, when I marry you or prepare you for who I have for you, that will be your first time ever experiencing love. Because that is from me. That's my will. So anything out of my will is not love. You have never been in love before. I say, what? What? And that's why when God revealed to you who you are, who your mate is, you begin to feel ways that you never felt before because it never happened to you before. If you're still single, and for those who married, the people that God wanted you to marry, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a love, a flame on the inside of your heart. That only burns for that individual. You were created and crafted. For that individual. And that individual only. Anything before. Anything that's not. It would never work. Because it's not that individual. A mate is perfect harmony unto God. Connected as one. So it's so powerful. Than we think marriage really is. Because the hearts become intertwined. Walking around, your half of carving can only fit my half of carving, even before you were born. And yet, you on this earth, as a young baby, grown up to a young man or woman, and into a young adult, oh. still having that carving. Still having that carving. And I felt my carving. God even showed me how it's carved. And he said, that man who I have for you is carved the exact same way. And that burning is burning the same exact way. Those thoughts are the same exact way. That love is the same exact way. But I know how you two feel individually. Whether you're aware or this person is not aware. Whether they're aware and you are not aware. It still is. And that goes for all of us. Preparing is a beautiful thing. Continue to prepare. Hallelujah. Because when God moving in that area to join you, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And you wouldn't even want to stop it. When God moves, he moves. Hallelujah. So if you're not with your mate or if you're single, you have never been in love before. I thank you for your time. This is my time for now. I want you to enjoy everything coming your way. I love you, God bless you. Everything is working itself out for your good. And I love you so much, in Jesus name.